Two Highway Podcast. Yo, 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 welcome to the Two Highway Podcast. It's your boy. Only be known in the motherfucking city. My, like, my opinion's whole weight in, in this bitch. You heard? Keep it real. Sit back and listen as we get into love, the dad life, and everything else in between. This is the To The Hard Way Podcast with Wadlow and Chris. Let's get into it. Yes, sir. Back again after a uh, after a pretty fairly long hiatus, to say the least. Uh, you know, um, it's your man, Chris. Uh, it's just me today on uh, To The Hard Way. Shout out to my bro, Wad. You know, me and Wad are having a little bit of uh, some some issues on on uh, getting our schedules correct to uh, to do the show. Um, as y'all know, Wad just recently moved back home. Um, he is now a U.S. Navy veteran. He is no longer in the Navy, but he has moved back home and, uh, and started a new job. So, um, it's it's a lot of a lot of adjusting uh, on our side that we uh, that we got to do because as y'all know I'm in the seven five seven he's in the eight oh four so we are this hopefully this is one of the only episodes that I do by myself and uh, next week he'll be uh, he'll be right here I think we just gotta we gotta adjust the days that we uh, that we record but in any event y'all are here with me today and uh, I'm so happy report recording live. From none of your damn business. This is To the Highway Podcast. Um, so since we've last been on a, a whole t- a whole lot of stuff has gone on, man. A whole hell of a lot of stuff. And I I don't even know where to start, man. Um so for starters, I've been pretty good, to say the least. Um we haven't been doing too much except for for working, spending time with old ladies, spending time with the kids, um, and you know, just being being me. <laughs> as uninterested as that may sound, I mean, this just is what it is, man. I, I mean, my life is pretty is uh is pretty simple, you know. I, don't, I really don't do a lot. I'm sitting here, you know, eating kettle corn. I'm not going to eat while while I'm recording, but you know, I got it. And I'm drinking me a glass of port because, you know, today is National Wine Day. Shout out to Melanin on Court, Jazzy B, I, 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 you know, Potter Family Gang all up in here. Um, but, yeah, I got me a nice glass of port with my uh, with my kettle corn. About to eat me some wings later after we record, after after I record with you all. Um, so, you know, it's, it's shaping up to be a, uh, a very, very, very nice and, and soothing Tuesday evening. Um but to get in to to go ahead and dive into uh dive into this episode, we are going to start off with uh with something that has been talked about a lot over the course of the last week. And um you know, I think it's I think it's important that we start off with this particular subject uh because it deals with fatherhood. And uh if y'all don't know by now, I'm talking about um Dwayne Wade in in, the, in lieu of the All Star um, All Star Weekend that just concluded, you know we gonna, we gonna talk about Dwayne Wade and um, and his daughter Zaya. Uh, you know if y'all aren't familiar, um, you know the Wade family recently came out and uh, well not not so much the Wade family Zaya, um, Dwayne Wade's son now daughter uh, chose to side 
chose to, you know, basically change her pronouns and change the way that she is addressed. And she chooses to be addressed as a girl. Um, And for whatever reason, the fact that Dwayne Wade supports his now daughter kind of rubs some of you niggas the wrong way. And I, for the life of me, cannot understand how, 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 how in the hell can y'all see something wrong with, you know, a man, you know, effectively fathering his child and loving his child and showing his child love and affection that most of you niggas would love to get, but you didn't get it. And it shows. So, like, I I, I wouldn't, um, I had a... A Facebook interaction. So, you know, this is very, very, very ground level. <laughs> I had a Facebook interaction with somebody um, who posted that Dwayne Wade was out of line, he's out of pocket, he's just gone way too far for supporting this stuff. And I'm, and, and me, I, I couldn't sit on my hands on this one because it was, it was fresh, it was hot off the press, and I just could not, I couldn't, I, I couldn't stand to just sit there and just let this post be. So I said, like, what? So my my exact comment was, he's gone too far loving his son, now daughter? Is that too far? Really, is, is that too far? Loving, loving, your, loving your children unconditionally, is that too far? Because a lot of times we get, like, we get this whole shit misconstrued, right? Because you have society saying one thing, but at the end of the day, this is your seed. This person came from your nutsack. Like you, like you, like you're going to love this. You're going to love this child. Like you're supposed to love this child by any means necessary, no matter what they do, no matter what goes on, whatever. Like you're supposed to love this child. And if this child feels comfortable enough with coming out to, with coming out to his parents and saying like, hey, um, so here's the thing. I would like to be addressed as Zaya and I would like to be addressed as her and she, and I would like to be your daughter, dad. Do you have a problem with that? Now, a lot of you niggas would say yes, because that's just who y'all are for whatever, uh, for whatever reason, for whatever reason, y'all feel as though if y'all are within 10 feet of a gay person, that's going to automatically make you gay. But I'm here to tell you that that is not how gay works. <laughs> that is not how gay works. I mean, we had the conversation in a group chat earlier uh, about around last week, around the time where, where it came out, um, is that do you think you can be born? You, do you think you can be born gay? And my in, in in my opinion, is I think you can the same way you can be born straight, you can be born gay, and I think this is the um, this is like a perfect story of that actually happening because you know in the past you you've had you know everybody everybody's had that uncle or aunt that has always had that friend that they come to all of the uh, that they come to all the family events at. And for your whole, for all your adolescent years, you've known this person to your uncle or to your aunt as their little friend. <laughs> Everybody, like, it happens in every family. It happened in every family. If you say it didn't, you're a goddamn lie. So everybody has had their aunt or uncle or some sort of relative and their little friend. And throughout the course of their adolescent years, their, their teenage years, their adult years, they've had this thing, like they've, they've had to cover up the side of them. 
And like, I can't imagine how much pressure that puts on somebody who has to hide who they really are from their family as fear in fear of them being basically neglected from um, from their family, the very people that raised them. So it, like it has to be tough. So the fact that. So the fact that Zaya can go can go to her father and go to her stepmother and Gabrielle Union and say, hey, guys, like this, here's the deal with me. Um, this isn't a phase. This is who I am. I would like to be addressed as such and such, whatever. So the fact that like she felt that strongly to go to her parents in that in that manner and the fact that her parents like literally took her in with open arms and said, you know what? We got you. All this media scrutiny, I mean, all this media scrutiny, excuse me, put that on us. Like, we can handle it. We can handle it. You worry about being you. You worry about being a school. You worry about being that. You worry about being the happy child that that I know you are. Let us handle that. Um, so I, I think that um, I think Dwayne Wade is in the process of like changing the narrative because a lot of niggas are like really. So manly, I'm a real nigga, da 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 da. And um, if they were put in the same situation, if they were put in the same shoes as Dwayne Wade is in, they would ultimately do the latter, which was which is basically chastise their chastise their child and try to quote unquote pray the gay away. And uh, yeah, it does. I, I, in my opinion, I don't think it works that way. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion. Whether stupid or not, whether it comes from Dr. Umar or the people who are in charge of the quote unquote gay agenda, that is your like that's your prerogative. You believe what you want to believe. But I think Dwayne Wade is being Dwayne Wade is being an outstanding father as far as standing with uh, as far as standing with Zaya and, you know, being in front of the media, taking that scrutiny for it. So because she's in that um, at the end of the day, she's still a child. I said at the end of the day and I fucking hate that phrase i hate it and i thanks to love and hip-hop i think i hate the phrase at the end of the day but in any event <laughs> he's standing in front excuse me he's standing in front of, uh, on the front lines in front of national tv saying like yeah this is my daughter if you got something to say about it you can come see me i'm at so and so and so wade county <laughs> wade county florida you can come holler at me and the fact that um the fact that like he's doing that is I think I think it's next level. I think it's next level shit. Because the narrative is always black fathers aren't there for the aren't there for the children. You know, um black fathers is a a good black father is an anomaly. And Wade is sitting here literally like making y'all niggas eat y'all words. But at the same time, y'all are throwing stones at y'all are throwing stones at Dwayne Wade because y'all feel he's going too far or um, he's promoting the gay agenda. Like you sound fucking stupid. My nigga is literally just standing by his child that came from his nutsack. Came from his nutsack. He's supporting. He's supporting the child that came from his nutsack, and y'all niggas have a problem with it. I, and, and, and quite frankly, I don't understand it. I don't understand it because if y'all were put in the same shoes, I would like to see what y'all would do. And the and y'all's responses really tell a lot 
really tell a story of how y'all would uh, of how y'all would handle this particular situation. And it's kind of disheartening because a lot of you niggas have kids and a lot of, and this shit could very well happen to you. So instead of uh, instead of putting Dwayne Wade on um on like this cross and like literally crucifying him for loving his child, maybe y'all should like kind of like take notes because there's there's different ways to fathering. Right. So you can choose to be an absentee father which is what a lot of uh which is what a lot of men have have gone through in their in their past years for their adolescent years and and to this day or you can choose to be a present father who chooses to learn about their children rather than belittle them in every chance that they get because granted yes they're your child but they're also still human at the same time and being human like being human is something that we all are. Like, we're all human. Anybody who's listening to this is human. So being human, you have certain things about you that make you unique to yourself. Hove said it best. Like, nobody's built like you. You designed yourself. I agree. I said my one-of-a-kind self gets stoned every day like Jesus did. That's what Hove said. So, like, that's what Hove said. So you are your most unique self. You could, like you are in charge of being your most authentic self 100% of the time. So if your most 100% authentic self is being something, is being the opposite sex than what you were born in, and you feel as though like you, if you feel as though you were supposed to be born as a woman, or you feel as though you were supposed to be born as a man, live in that, like live in that, lean into it. Um, you're not going to get any judgment out of me. You know, like I'm I'm a firm ally. I'm a firm believer in being who being who you are and like no matter what. And um, that's like that's my take on it. And I think if you don't support it, I think you should take a look, take a, a slight look in the mirror and be like, man, like what if this like what if this happens to me? Like, what am I going to do? Like what? What is there? What like what is there to do? I can see like back in the day, like there was really no sorts of uh, like there were there were no outlets to learn about the LGBT plus, the, the LGBT plus community. Like there were no outlets to learn about. There was no outlets to learn how to learn how to nurture, learn how to care, learn how to see these like learn how to see this community as fellow humans. But now in 2020, like there are boatloads boatloads of avenues to 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 go to in order to learn exactly what's going on rather than read rather than believing what you see on your Facebook feed because I don't know if y'all know by now but Facebook is trash like literally all of the articles on Facebook is trash everything that you read on Facebook you have to double and triple check the date on it I read something the other day that was from 2012 and somebody posted, somebody posted it like, mm-hmm, yeah, girl, that I be trying to tell them, like, Nick, you did not look at the date on this. And it shows <laughs> because this shit has nothing to do with today. And uh, <laughs> that's why I, I literally only go to Facebook whenever, like, my mother, like, decides to video chat me or my dad decides to video chat me without texting me first. That's the only time I go to Facebook. And to see like whose birthday I missed, but other than that, I don't get on Facebook because I think Facebook is trash. And um, but yeah, 
Uh, I think if you have a problem, if you have an issue with it, you should look in the mirror. You should put yourself in Dwayne Wade's shoes. Um, you should love your children no matter what, no matter what. I will love Sebastian and Zoe till the fucking wheels fall off, no matter what. Nothing's going to change that. Nothing. And if you have a problem with me loving my child, you can see me. DM me. I'll give you the address. Um, moving on. Moving on. Um, we have my boy Nell. My nigga Darnell from high school. I um I posted on the uh, on the Instagram page that I was going to be doing the show by myself, and my nigga put up three questions. He put up three questions, and one of the questions was the uh, was the Dwayne was the uh, Dwayne Wade situation. So shout out to Nell. Nell might get an executive producer credit on uh, on 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 this particular episode because he he's providing the content today. So if y'all not familiar with uh with my boy uh, Darnell, follow him on Instagram. It's dot Neasy in as in Nancy in in as in Nancy e e z i e dot now. It's Neasy now. It's dot Neasy dot now. Shout out to him providing the content for the two the hard way, aka Wonder Hard Way podcast. Um, but yeah, his other question was what I what I thought about the uh, what I thought about the Sam the slam dunk contest. And to be quite frank with you, um, I really haven't been a fan of the dunk contest since Vince Carter. I remember. Um, I remember being what, like ten, eleven years old, watching the dunk, watching the dunk contest with Vince Carter, and like I was batshit crazy, batshit crazy with my dad. Excuse me, but um, every, I think everything since then has been kind of dunk contest light, like diet dunk contest. Excuse me, and uh, it just hasn't been hitting the same. But this year, this year was kind of lit. This year was kind of lit. I will say that. I will say that this year was probably one of the best years since 2001 of the dunk contest. Um, do I think Aaron Gordon got robbed? No. Because Aaron Gordon has one thing. He jumps over niggas. That's it. Aaron Gordon just dunks, just, just dunks over niggas. Granted, it was a seven-foot, like, three, I think, Taco, Taco Falls, like, seven, three, seven, four, whatever. Um Granted, he was tall, but he didn't quite clear him, so it didn't impress me like that. So if I was on a if I was on a panel, I would have given him like a seven for that. I would have given him like a seven. You can hate me all you want to. Yeah, I would have I would have given Aaron Gordon like a seven, but and, and I mean I understand he got robbed the first time though. He definitely got robbed the first time against Zach Levine, but this time I think it went to the right person. I can't remember the little nigga name, but he was dunking his ass off him and jumping out the gym. So shout out to him. Shout out to him. Um, let's see. We gonna move on a little bit. Um, man, now you asking a lot of sports questions. This this really isn't even a sports podcast. That's one thing we we try to stay away from is making a sport co- sports podcast. But his question was: uh, Should Des Bryant get another shot? Um, I think he should. And y'all know me. I'm a uh, I'm a I'm a huge Dallas Cowboy fan. And I think if he does get another shot in the NFL, it will be with the Dallas Cowboys. Um, am I okay with that? Of course I am. I mean, we need we need more receivers. I think it would be a good fit. He's already been with the Dallas Cowboys before. And like Des Bryant's talent, like doesn't need to go. Des Bryant's talent is one of the uh, one of the more. <sighs> 
I would call it solid. He has he has solid talent. I mean, aside from him just being able to run a slant and out and a back in a and a ten yard back shoulder and a ten yard back shoulder hitch. I mean, other than that, outside of that, like he's a really good receiver. <laughs> but I think his route tree is a little bit limited. But uh, we have we have other receivers that can stretch the field too. But to answer your question, Nell, I do think Des Bryant should get another shot. Definitely not in the XFL, but the XFL is a little bit lit. Y'all should definitely uh, y'all should definitely tune in. They usually play on Saturday Saturday evenings and Sunday evenings. So take a look at the XFL when you can. Um, how his uh, his last question was: How are y'all doing so far with your New Year's resolutions? Um, I don't think I had any New Year's resolutions. I really I've never really been a New Year's resolution person. Um, I don't know why. I don't know why. I think I've always been afraid of the stigma of, you know, going to the gym, getting a getting a gym membership January second, and then by January fifteenth, I don't be going to that bitch no more, and I'm just throwing away money. So I I think I try to get away from that. I try to improve my habits. Um. One of the things that I've been that that I've wanted that I wanted to improve this year was my was my finances. Um, I wanted to get better with you know stretching money, moving money around, and things of that nature. I wanted to get better at that, so like I've taken the necessary steps to get better. Um, one a new one, another one of my I guess goals you can say was to. Uh, be more vocal and be more proactive in my intentions, um, whether it's with, you know, my family, whether it's with my girl or, you know, whomever, just to be like more vocal. Because, you know, for the longest, you know, I've never I, I never really was a, a big vocal person. I internalized a lot of things. And in turn, um, there was a lot of miscommunication with different parties in like in that in that realm of me being, of not being really, not really being open to communication. Um, For instance, uh, with my girl, like I'm really vocal about, you know, my feelings, what I feel for her, what I'm feeling personally, it may not have anything to do with her, what I'm going through and just being vocal about, you know, um, about my feelings. I mean, even though that's something that I've been working on for the past, like, almost two years um, since my breakup is just being more aware of being more aware within myself of, you know, how I'm feeling and what I feel needs to be said, what I feel needs to be done rather than just sitting on it to, to, to protect the peace. Um, Just being more vocal and um, being more vibrant with my words and being more descriptive and just opening up a lot more, you know, starting this podcast way back when was was a bit of a leap for me because um I never really been a public person about a lot of things. So having this platform, it kind of enabled me to, you know, open up a lot more and have this platform be a sense of therapy for me. Um because it's it's getting things out. It's getting things out in the open. I mean, a lot of, I mean, a lot of us guys go through a lot of different things. We go through a lot of different things on a day-to-day basis, whether we're dads, we're having, we're having trouble with, uh, with our career. We're having trouble with our girl. We're having trouble with whatever. So we internalize a lot of that stuff. 
And a lot of y'all don't realize that, like, if even if it's just the homeless nigga in front of the 7-Eleven asking for 25 cents, if you decided to talk to him for, like, five minutes and tell him everything that has been on your mind, everything that's bothering you, granted, it might not lead to anything, but it's going to make you feel a little bit better because that's, like, all the, all the things you internalize, you've, like, like, you've now released it. Right. You've let it into the universe. So the universe can do whatever the hell it can with it. So because you've released that, you feel a little bit you feel a little bit more at ease. You know, what I mean, you like you uh, you feel a little less anxiety when you think about these things, because I was the type of person like I was the type of person when when a certain somebody texts my phone. It was just like a rain of anxiety, just like just came on me. A reign of anxiety. And it wasn't until I started talking. It wasn't until I started talking to uh, talking to my girl. And not necessarily about the particular situation, but just like as a whole, like how I felt, um, how I felt, you know, what I went through, like how I decided, like how, how I got out of that funk and how I got out of that funk per se. Um that anxiety, like, you know what I'm saying, shortly started to become just like another text message, another text message that came in. So I wasn't feeling that anxiety. I wasn't feeling that that sense of anxiousness. I wasn't feeling that sense of like dread, like, oh, my God, here we go. You know what I mean? It was uh, it, it's more so a uh, it's more so just like a regular text now. And like, I know I can see a different person and I'm pretty sure. Uh, I'm pretty sure if my girl was here, she would tell you that, you know, the same person she met back in September isn't the same person that I am now. Um, So I say that to say, like, we need to start talking as men, as men. Yes, as black as men of color, black men, we need to start talking to whomever's willing to listen, to be honest with you whomever's willing to listen because like we have a sense of internalizing things because we have this pride. You know what I mean? Like we have this pride, like I got it together. I got it together. Ain't nobody, can nobody see me sweat. But I think as a whole, like we have to start, like we have to, we have to learn who we can be vulnerable, vulnerable around. You know what I mean? We like, once we learn who we can be vulnerable around, like we can start to, you know, let some of this shit go. Let some of this shit go. Stop being angry all the time. You know what I mean? So like, find somebody you find somebody you can talk to. If it's your girl, it's your girl. If it's your niggas, it's your niggas. If it's a therapist, by all, by all means necessary, go see a therapist. But like, we we gotta start talking. Um, I don't know how I got to this point, but this is like a uh, the five minute mental health segment. <laughs> Ooh, shout out to the pork. Oh my God. Shit tastes like prunes. But it's good though. She's strong. Whew. Damn. Um yeah, man. Like, oh. So <laughs> in the words of resolutions, that because it just dawned on me, that's what we were talking about. One of the things that I said I was get this that I said I would get better at was uh, was working out. Um, how's that going? 
It could be better. I'll say that. It could be better. It could be better. Because I'm planning on, you know what I'm saying, I'm planning on busting out this summer with the board. You know what I'm saying? The hot board. The body. Body on like crazy. You know what I'm saying? I'm planning on popping out with my girl this this summer. You know what I'm saying? We're going to be like, what? We've been working. What you been doing? You know what I'm saying? I... It's, it's been some speed bumps, but I'm going to get there. Don't worry about me. I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. Judge your mother. Don't judge me. Okay? All right. So, uh, moving on to, uh, I think I think this can be the topic for, uh, the, the, the main topic for the day. Um, so, as y'all know, um, I have two little ones. Those little ones have a mother. And um, I also have a uh, a very gorgeous, very dynamic, very smart, um, very inspirational girlfriend. And this past weekend, my girlfriend and my girlfriend met the mother of my kids. Now, if y'all have been listening, y'all know this has been like a uh, it's been like a topic of discussion for for some months now, uh, just because it's a big step in, uh, it's a big step in, in, in both of my relationships and my co-parenting relationship, as well as my relationship with, uh, with my girlfriend. Like this is something that it, that was huge. It was a huge thing for, for both of us. Um, and it happened this weekend, you know, we, we initially, uh, when when I contacted the mother of my children, we initially said, you know, we would try to set up something, something a little bit more casual uh, to to meet. But you know, this weekend was a situation where I was in town. She needed somebody to watch the kids, and you know, it just it just happened. It, just, it happened organically, which um, a lot of things in our relationship has happened organically, and I think uh, that's something that um, that's something I'm very happy about. But um yeah so they met and it was I was really worried about it um I was worried just because y'all know me like I I just want I just want peace I just want peace you know what I mean like I don't want I don't want no static in, in anything that I do um and it was probably one of the most fulfilling things that has happened to me in a long time, in a long time. Uh, they met, you know, had had a little short conversation. She had questions for her. Her had questions for she. And, you know, it was it was beautiful, man. Like I couldn't have asked for a better situation Um and I think a lot of it had to do with like going back to communicating. A lot of it had to do with me previously communicating with the mother of my kids, like, hey, I'm dating somebody. I've been dating them for, for quite some time now. And she expressed to me that she was ready to meet the kids. Um, that was also a big thing for me, too. That was something that I didn't want to force on her. Because you know, dating somebody—I think dating somebody with with uh, with children—is as a different as a different perspective to it. It has a different dynamic. So, some people might be okay with you just being around your kids the whole time while you're with your new your new boyfriend or your new girlfriend. 
But at the same time, if that happens, that particular person, like you can't fault that particular person for feeling a little bit overwhelmed because they initially signed up for you. They didn't sign up for the kids yet. You know what I mean? Because the kids is always it's it's always a, a situation where I feel as though it's always a situation where like you let me know when you're ready. When you're ready, like we'll go through the necessary steps to in order, in order to make that happen. You know what I mean? And that was something that I didn't want to I didn't want to push that on her. I wanted her to get to know me first. You know what I'm saying? I wanted us to have a relationship first. And once we developed that relationship, she expressed to me that, hey, I think I think I'm ready to meet your kids now because her her whole um her whole thought process was, you know, I love you, I want to be with you, I know you, but there are just other parts that I don't know about you yet. I don't know how you are when you're when you're in your dad mode. I don't know how know how you are when you're when you're in your element with your with your kids. And her thought process was in order to in order to love all of me, she had to meet the other part that makes me whole. The other two parts that make me whole. She only knew a third of me. You know what I mean? So now she knows all of me because she's met Sebastian. She's met Zoe. So now, now we can really start to, we can really start to make some shit happen. You heard? So, um, so yeah, like I, I, um, I text the mother of my kids. I'm like, Hey, I've been dating somebody for a few months now. Um, I think like she, she expressed to me that she's ready to meet the kids and, um, I know you know my my judgment of character is pretty is solid. She's somebody that I think would would be a a really good um, a really good person to be in their lives. This isn't a fly by night type of thing, because if I felt as though I didn't see a future with this woman, I wouldn't even it wouldn't be an issue. So I've told her like, look, you know, I see a future with this woman. This isn't something that's just going to fizzle away overnight. Like, I really think that like this thing has, this thing has some legs and, um, you know, she, she knows that in order to meet the kids, she has to meet you first. So, you know, you let us know what you want to do. And, you know, I got one of the best responses I could have ever asked for. And basically like, yeah, let's set it up. You know, like I said, we want to have something a little bit more casual, but you know, this past weekend being being Valentine's Day weekend, um, she had some plans and she needed uh she needed me to watch the kids. I was like, Look, you know, she's gonna be with me and um yeah. And she was like, All right, cool, sounds good. And uh, you know, from there it happened. Um Believe it or not, I really wasn't nervous to to be to be quite honest with you. I was not nervous at all, um, just because my girl had, had talked to me, you know, a lot of on on several different occasions, um, basically telling me that uh, I had nothing to worry about. Uh, I had nothing to worry about. Her feelings were were genuine, and. Um, you know, if, if everything was going to work out for the best. And uh, I was very excited and very pleased and very happy that uh, that it did. Um, if you can imagine, like, I think if I was, if this would have happened, like, in the summer, 
it would have been a whole it would have been a lot more it would have been a lot different if it was in the summer with a different woman i think it would have been a lot different but the fact that me and the fact that me and my lady talked t- literally 24/7 about just about everything uh just about everything in in any scenario that you could possibly think of um I think I kind of got talked out of being, I think I got talked out of my anxiety uh, just because I know like how genuine she, I, th- I know how genuine she is um, and I know she wouldn't have, she wouldn't have asked me if she wasn't 100% ready for it. So with that, with that in my, with that in my pocket, like I, I just went into it like, hey, you know. Boom, this is boom, boom, this is boom, da 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 da. Everything happened. Like it like it was like it was great. It was great. It was great. It was great. I can't even express that enough. And my girl couldn't be more happier. We spent the evening with we spent the evening with the kids watching uh watching the all-star game. It was it was amazing. I couldn't have asked for anything more. It was just like Everything that met some everything that meant the most to me was in one room all at one time for the first time, and I couldn't have been more happy um so what I would like for y'all to do this would this would be pretty cool what I would like for y'all to do um to all my fellas out there, all my fellas who are doing this co parenting thing um shoot us a little d m telling us about y'all's um Telling us about the interaction that you and um, you, your kids, and the mother, your child have with your with your significant other. You know, let us know. Good, bad, or different. You know, this is a no judgment zone. We're going to accept you regardless because we've all been there, right? Ooh, excuse me. God, that is so nasty. Ooh. Um, I might have to open that Shiraz, but uh. But yeah, let us know. Uh, DM us on on Instagram, and let us know about y'all, y'all's interactions. I mean, everybody everybody's interaction is different. Everybody's situation is different. Everybody's story is different. So the fact that I want us to be able to come, I want this to be an open forum um, to you know tell our stories. You know, our stories matter too. <laughs> you know. Contrary to popular belief, our stories matter too. Um, so I would love, I would love to see some um, some entries in our inbox of that um, of y'all's particular situation. Um, so, I mean that that's pretty. I think that's all I have for today, man. Um, I came through with a few things. Shout out to Donnell. For 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 providing the con for providing some of the content, um, but y'all know the deal. Y'all can follow us on all of our socials. You can follow us on 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 the Instagram machine, the number two, the Hard Way Pod, and you can also follow us on the Twitter machine at the number two, the Hard Way Pod, and the number one on uh, on Twitter. Uh, y'all know we don't do a lot of posting on Twitter. I need to do a lot better. I need to do a lot better because out of out of to the hard way, I think I'm the I think I'm the more witty one as opposed to Wad when it comes down to the tweets. Um because my tweets be a little bit fire. But um 
But yeah, follow us on all of our socials. Give us some feedback. Uh, we are very sorry for being absent for for the last two weeks. We're gonna try to get the scheduling um, the scheduling conflicts uh, situated so we can uh, so we can get back to your head. You know, every week on time. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah. So uh, without further ado, this has been the uh, the latest episode of the Two Hardway Podcast, and uh, we're gonna see you when we see you. Peace.